welcome back to Always the Last to Know. I'm Ash. And I'm Katie. <laughs> I feel like I just uh, sounded like a season, sorry. Katie. Oh, Katie. that's so funny. I just watched his uh, stand-up the other night. Nice. Like, literally two nights ago. Ooh, great. I haven't watched it. Uh, I think it came out last year. No... 2016? I don't know. I'll have to check. Maybe last year. <laughs> uh, either last year or five years ago. Who knows? Yeah, okay. yeah. whatever. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's been a few weeks. We know. Um, life has been hectic, as everyone knows. I feel like we keep saying this, but it's just going to be true for the rest of this year, at least. So. I mean, to be fair, life has always been hectic. Now there's just a fucking <laughs> pandemic going on. Now it's just worse. Yeah, now everyone is, like, fucking sick. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, we hope everyone is doing well. We hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I hope it was a safe Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. important. Uh, what is it that people are saying? Uh, hope you're staying positive and testing negative? <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say that, but... Seriously? Oh, I... <laughs> I keep hearing it all the time. It's awesome. It's very important. Yeah, very important. Um, um I, <laughs> you told me a couple weeks ago what we were talking about for this episode, and I gotta be honest, I don't remember, so whenever you want to tell us, let us know. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, um, I just want to give, uh, a stipulation, I guess two, technically. One, my kittens are in the room, so any crazy noises that you hear is them. And I'm sorry. Uh, Hi, Beetlejuice just, and Pete. I know. They're literally just beating the shit out of each other right now. Um, <laughs> they're so nuts. And I love, um, them. I love, I love them. them so much. They're getting so big. And two, <laughs> um, I did these notes a while ago, and I have forgotten. So we are on this journey together. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it. So we are talking today about Google being a monopoly, being sued for being a monopoly, and then just some like weird things I found out about Google uh, in my research. Nice. <laughs> my kittens. Um, so <laughs> the first... I just watched you get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be the first time. So my first note is literally, it just says number one. Uh, so I'd like to point out that I'm typing these notes in a Google document. So there's that. <laughs> uh, I did my notes in, <laughs> in Google documents, as I do all of my notes. Um, it makes it easy to, you know, go back and forth. So um, background information that we need to know. Tuesday, October 20th, 2020, this year, um, a lawsuit was filed against Google saying, like, you're a monopoly. Okay, and I remember that we were all texting about this. Yes. Yep. Because it's, um, it's big. And it confused me at first, because monopoly provides a free service. So I was like, how the fuck can they be a monopoly? It's a free service. Like, you said monopoly provides a free service. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, monopoly... Mm. What? Mm. <laughs> provides a free service of wanting to kill everyone you like, fucking play with. I was like, wait, what? What? Nope. 
Google no. provides Google. a free service. Google provides a free service. Like Gmail, all of that shit is free. Um, so I like didn't fully understand. So then I had to look into it. Um, U.S. Deputy Attorney General Jeff Rosen. God, what a General Jeff Rosen. That's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> has to say Google is the gateway to the internet and a search advertising behemoth. Shitty dude, great word. It has maintained its monopoly power through exclusionary practices that are harmful to competition. And just hearing that quote really like puts into perspective what this lawsuit is about. And we talked about this in the last episode, and we talked about this in our texts. You don't say look it up. You say Google it. I'm gonna fucking Google Google it. it. Oh, all right. Now I remember this conversation so well because i brought up the fact that in france they mm-hmm. literally made <laughs> to google google a verb and i was like uh i can't remember one of my french teachers was like so excited about it i think it was in high school i think you may have been in the same class as me I... <laughs> sorry my kittens have decided to play with a piece of plastic which is so unsafe and I'm, this is not an asmr podcast guys jesus Sorry, I can hear some crinkling. Come on. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I was in the same class as you. She was incredibly excited. And I'll be honest, I was excited. It was pretty cool. It's exciting to see technology becoming a part of the world and society. And how society reacts to it and what it does for it. Like, the creation of a fucking word based on a company. Like, that's cool. It's interesting. (laughs) At least I thought it was cool in high school. It's not so fucking cool now that I'm learning about it. Um, so I did a bunch of research and then right before Ashley and I were about to originally record this, I found the full 64 page court document that gets into the whole thing. So I was like, mm, let's hold off on recording so I can read this, please. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, we're a couple weeks late, but we're doing this for you. <laughs> yeah. So now you guys don't have to read the 64 page court document because... Katie did it for you. Yeah. Let's all praise Katie because I don't think I could have gotten through that. Honestly, I'm not surprised that I've like, my brain has just blocked all of this out because it was so intense and boring. Um, (laughs) So. Let's dive in. Let us dive into this. The 64 page court document states that Google uses money that they get paid from advertisers to enter into exclusionary agreements with distributors, meaning Apple, LG, Motorola, and Samsung, as well as the wireless carriers themselves, like AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon. And there's AT&T again in another Monopoly episode. (laughs) Everywhere. Goddamn Monopoly. I know. So essentially what they're doing is they're paying all of those companies to make Google the default search engine in their stuff. Mm, yes. Um, some of the agreements go even further, saying the device has to have, like, the bundle of Google apps. So, like, <laughs> Gmail, the podcast, Google Documents. Like, it has to have all of those already preloaded onto the phone and right in the proven prime positions on the home screen so like you know there's a certain spot that people know is like apparently the best spot that for something to be most used 
and that Google's like, I'm going to pay you to put my shit there. Wow. Yeah. Um, so these agreements alone give Google under 60% of all search inquiries. Once you factor in Chrome and like the other stuff that Google owns, that mm-hmm. number in the US jumps to 80%. <laughs> poor Yahoo, poor Bing. <laughs> yeah. Um, in recent years, it did say due to these agreements, Google is now 90% of searches total. And more importantly, 90% of searches, 95% of searches on cell phones. Wow. And like, wow. I own an iPhone. I use fucking Google Chrome. And even Safari has Google preloaded into its, like, when you type something into in into the bar. search bar. Yes. That's I was Google. just going to bring that up. I was going to say I use Safari on my iPhone. But whenever I type something just into the actual address bar, just to search it, it's always Google. That's Google. Because Google yeah. pays for that. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that's really, really important for a lot of reasons. One, who the fuck is going to take any time out of their life to change that? Unless mm-hmm. you really, really, really want to. If you just are like, I really love Yahoo and I still got one of their email addresses, I need to use this search engine. Like, no one is doing that. Dude, Mike <laughs> has a Yahoo email address and he doesn't even fucking use Yahoo searching. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, okay, I can't even, because I used to have an AOL, I, well, I still have it, but I don't use it, an AOL email address, and one time my cousin shamed me, and was like, he sent me an email, and he goes, get a Gmail, so I got <laughs> bullied into getting a Gmail, and now I have one. Get a Gmail, and get a Gmail. Gmail, Google makes it so easy to link all of their fucking shit. All okay. the things, I have Google photo photos. Yes. Because one time I dropped my phone in the toilet and that Google Photos saved me all of my hair pics. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> what does this mean for like the world and shit? According to Pivot Podcast, Google is getting essentially one third of every single dollar spent on online advertising. They are paid so much money to advertise things to you in their, um, what's it called? They call it the SERP, a search engine results page. Um, you know, like when you're Googling and then you're like, best brown shoes. (laughs) And then there's going to be like, the pictures of shop like pictures of shoes Mm -hmm. but next to it you'll notice that says advertisement yes and then below that there's going to be two links for shoes that are also advertisements and then below all of that is the actual results yeah so by having those things the number that it advertisers pay Google $40 billion annually. I don't, don't know why I worded it so weird in my fucking notes. Forty mil, $40 billion a year. Jesus. Google gets for people to advertise their products. So this is like big, big, big bad for a couple of reasons. 
new or really any other existing search engines don't matter at all. They, they just don't. And two, any new or small businesses who have like items to sell to you can't afford to pay Google to put them on their SERP and thus will not stand a single chance against any major company that can. Damn. So if that's you wanna... what I was thinking about as you were talking about this. Yeah. So like if you want to get high up on Google, you can pay them to be like attached to keywords and then your stuff will appear higher up in Google. Yeah. But like a different podcast, um, Legal Talk Today uh, is a podcast that interviews Mael Gavay. It's only a 14 minute interview, but th- they kind of go into like the auction, the way that people pay for Google. And mm-hmm. it's super, it's fucking insane. It's not guaranteed to get it. Really? Kittens? <laughs> I saw a lot of movement going on behind you, and then that happened. They jumped on uh, something that was circular. God damn it. And then rolled off because they didn't have a grip onto where they were trying to jump. Fucking kittens, you're so silly. Okay, so like, (laughs) the money that you pay Google doesn't necessarily guarantee you great results. It's very sketchy and very weird, and it didn't seem legal to me. Um, that sounds accurate. Right? So, um, Mayel she wrote a book um, that's about making tech and just, like, big tech more responsible and caring. So she, like, her whole thing is about, like, technology can do really beautiful things, but we need to make sure that they, like, give a shit about people. Yeah. Um. So she breaks down, like, a few... Of the examples that were filed in court. So. Google and Apple. (laughs) My cats are so dumb. Um, Google and Apple have a publicly existing contract. We don't know the terms of that contract. But from what we can gather. Google pays Apple an estimated 8 to 12 billion dollars. To be the default search engine of Safari. My eyes are so large right now. And my eyebrows are so high. Because that is a ridiculous amount of money. So what we do know for sure. That it is usually between 15 and 20% of all of Apple's revenue. Is what Google pays Apple. Wow. Yeah. Um... That's insane. Yeah. So here's where um, things get really complicated. Is that when you search something through Google, you see more ads. The more ads you see, the more money Google gets to then pay these companies to be the default. Okay. So no matter what... Google is just always going to be on top because of how much money they're taking in. Yeah. No one could compete. (laughs) Um, 
Mayel also said that she really believes that this lawsuit is unlikely to be successful, that it's going to be really, really difficult to um, put together like the legal process in which they can make Google stop what they're doing and that they're probably going to have to make new laws in order to do so. I was going to say, all of this stuff is so new and all this technology is still developing that there's mm-hmm. no way that we have the proper legal standings for any of this stuff yet, and we really need to catch up. Yeah, there's no laws that exist around this other than monopoly laws, yeah. saying that like you're doing something sketchy. and um... And it's like, at what level do you put a cap on this and how can you absolutely prove without a doubt that this is what they're doing? Exactly. And uh, Molly Woods of Marketplace Tech, which is a podcast, says something kind of along those lines. She notes that there's a huge difference between just being a really big company and then also doing something that makes you a legally dominant of a company. Yes. So what she said I thought was really interesting was that they may have come to their success and being the top search engine naturally, but the way that they're continuing it is what makes it illegal. The way that they're paying companies such a high amount of money to be number one is what makes it illegal. And I feel like that's a really important thing to look at because a lot of Republicans are like a lot of Republicans get worried about monopoly cases because it sets a precedent for future large companies and it is hard as Molly Wood said to define the difference between an awesome dominant company and an illegally dominant company Yeah, because Google's common back was basically just like y'all don't have to use Google you don't have to use it. And this is kind of got a point. We have other options. The thing is, is that... Human nature is not wired to have to go that extra step. We all want the easy way to do everything. It's right So if there. it's already on the Google page, that's what we're going to use. Yes. So there's also the idea that Google is better than other searches. And Molly Woods wants to make sure Google, uh, everyone knows Google is not better than other services. They just know more about you and thus can target more things about you. Yes. Which brings me into what I consider to be the bulk of something that's super fucking important and sketchy and weird and we should all be talking about it. Google knows everything about you. Literally every single thing. And it it what's that phrase that everyone uses like if a product um if someone's giving you a product for free, it's not the product you are. There's like a business concept of like, if you're getting a service for free, the people who are giving you that service are getting something really valuable out of it. And they are. All of our information 
And what people don't all those think damn targeted ads, <laughs> all those targeted ads, but not even, not even just that. So I came up in the, uh, Facebook recently acquired Giphy, the company, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem weird. Like, oh yeah, Facebook wants gifts and stuff. But let's say that Facebook knows, for example, sorry, my cats are fighting right near me. Let's say Facebook knows like what gifts people in a in DC are all texting to each other through the information that Giphy tracks, they're going to know that something is trending, that something is popular, that something within that concept is happening. Mm. There's all of these weird things that they can gather on you that, like, you don't even find. I didn't even realize that they could get this sort of information. Okay. This also makes me still laugh at uh, the people who think that they're going to be tracked with a vaccine uh, when literally everyone knows everything about you already. (laughs) Oh, perfect, perfect thing. Google's location tracking. Mm. So, Google, if you are logged in to a Gmail service, YouTube, if your Facebook is through Gmail, pretty much anything... If you're logged into your Gmail thing, Google is tracking you minute by minute. And they know exactly where you're going. They know exactly when you're going. And they then use that information to raise the prices for advertising. Like, they have all this information. They tell companies like, oh, you know, we know what kind of people are going to want to buy this shit because of all of our location tracking. If you know where someone goes, you know how they spend their time. If you know how they spend their time, you know how they spend their money. Mm-hmm. So, I first wow, discovered so this. It's so fucking creepy, it's and like, it's about to get so much creepier. It's it's like creepy for the obvious reason, but then also a part of me is like, wow, this is great. Like, if there's a missing person, maybe you could help track them. Um, but then I just keep coming back to the creep factor of it. <laughs> Well, let's also come back to the creep factor of... Nope, we're going to get to it. Okay. So, <laughs> I first found out about Google's tracking, Google's data and location tracking in the podcast To Live and Die in LA. It's, and according to the Wikipedia, it's an investigative and true crime podcast hosted by American journalist Neil Strauss. The podcast follows the disappearance and death of aspiring Albanian Macedonian actress Adea Shabani, who was last seen alive leaving her Hollywood apartment with her boyfriend Christopher Spots. Um, I'm definitely gonna listen to that. <laughs> please do. It's it's so good, and I don't want to get in too much about the details the of the case, case yeah. because like the podcast is so phenomenal. It's so phenomenally made. And everyone should fucking listen to it. The gist of what I can say without spoiling anything is that Chris Spots was the number one suspect for Adia Shabani. The entire show is Spots' fiance trying to prove and an- prove his innocence and get answers. So she's like involved in this private investigation because and Pretty much every, not everyone, but like they start right off the bat in the podcast of this, Christopher Spots um, is no longer alive. So that's why we have someone like his family just like trying to get fucking answers on this. 
So in the 10th episode, Neil and the PI that he's like working with, um, test the, you know, like the cell phone tower pinging thing that we hear a lot about in like regular stuff. Neil drives somewhere, calls the PI and then has the PI like do the pinging tracking thing. And that was 21 miles off. Wow. Yeah. So like, it's clear that that's not the most accurate. Then, because of the fiancé's involvement, Neil has access to Spots' Gmail. So if you go to takeout.google.com, you can download the entire file of information that Google has on you. And locational service comes in a few different ways through Google Maps and all this other stuff. But it gives you a minute by minute breakdown of everywhere that device has gone while logged into Google. Wow. Holy shit. And it was huge in to live and die in LA. It provided a lot of really scary shit. And please listen to the podcast. Once you finish the podcast, you'll be like, holy shit, Katie was right. That like, whoa, fucking creepy. So naturally... When I first heard about this, I downloaded mine. And um, I'm very rarely logged into my Gmail account through my phone because I think it's really important to not be constantly checking my emails. Um, I get, like, weird and obsessive about it. And then, like, my work was connected. My work email was through Gmail. So, like, I try to not really have that on my phone. Um, So I had very few information other than... A couple of things, but it turns out that one time when I went to a concert at an outdoor venue, I forgot to log out of my Gmail account. So not only did the locational services have the outdoor venue concert that I was at, it knew exactly what fucking food truck I went to. Now that, that, yeah. That food truck is not permanently parked there. That food truck travels around like all of Southern Maine, which means that the fo- it knew that that food truck was there because I know the person who runs that food truck and they use Gmail. So through connect through the That's locational wild. services of that food truck and my locational services down to the food truck that I was at. Insane. That's so creepy. Insane. Minute by minute, dude. And one of the biggest things was a lot of these other, you know, a lot of these people who were commenting on this lawsuit were saying they can't believe that that's not part of this lawsuit. That there are so many other things that Google is doing that are sketchy as fuck and weird as fuck that aren't included in this lawsuit. Yeah. Oh my god. So that does lead to why this lawsuit is a little bit sketchy. So according to AP News, um, President Donald Trump and his administration, (laughs) um, I I don't like saying that. 
Um, just, so, I don't know. 45. 45. That's normally what I say, but it, this is like a direct quote from AP News, so I feel weird, you know, like changing it. Yeah. Um, but his administration has long had its, uh, like, long had Google in its sights. One of Trump's top economic advisors said two years ago that the White House was considering whether Google searches should be subject to government regulation. Trump has what? often criticized Google, recycling unfounded claims by conservatives that the search giant is biased against conservatives and suppresses their viewpoints. Now, to be fair, while Google is not biased against conservatives, Google is biased on locational things. So if someone in... um, you, for example, in New Jersey, if you Google one thing, you're going to get certain results. Mm-hmm. If I Google the same thing, I'm going to get completely different results based on my location. And yeah. I'm not talking about, like, best plumber in town. I'm talking about, like, news and I'm in a yes. conservative area. The Google searches I have now are very different <laughs> than the Google <laughs> search that I would get in Portland, Maine. Yeah. So, like... They're not wrong about it being weird. It's just not completely only biased against conservatives. I want to make that yes. super fucking clear. Pete, will you stop attacking me? <laughs> he keeps going after the headphone cord. Um, Sir, we need that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, don't fuck this up, because apparently if I move my mic even a little bit, it freaks out. Um... <laughs> So the eternal attorney, <laughs> the U.S. general attorney did say to reporters that the allegations of anti-conservative bias are, quote, a totally separate set of concerns from this monopoly. So he's like, yeah, we feel that way, but that has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Which, mm, no, I feel sure. like it's, it all just goes hand in hand, though. Exactly. Yeah. It definitely does. Um, he also, or not he, Molly Woods has also pointed out that a lot of people, and this is what I was getting at earlier, have argued that this case is a lot smaller than it could be or should be. So there are, like I said earlier, that there are a lot of other things that Google is doing that's like crazy sketchy. And she thinks that it's being rushed to come out before the election. (laughs) To have like, oh, Donald Trump's taking down the technology behemoth sort of vibe (laughs) about it which i just don't think is true because honestly if they really really wanted to fuck with google they would take all of the shit that they're leaving out simmer on it a little bit longer really connect everything Mm -hmm. make a coherent argument and then bring it to the courts yes it's also it's not for that and we know that yeah it's also really important to note that almost that as of today Every single state's attorney general is investigating Google for something or another. So in all 50 states, they're being investigated for something. If not for this, for something else. Yeah. Just based off of the size of the company as a whole, I am not at all shocked by that information. Yeah. You can't have that large of a company and not fuck up. (laughs) 
one of my <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts called Scam Goddess. Um, she always says that uh, in order to be a billionaire, you have to have murdered someone. <laughs> and like, I just kept thinking about that when I was doing this. Like, yeah, I'm sure they fucking murdered someone <laughs> somewhere along the line. Yes, happened. somewhere there's a fucking skeleton involved, whether it's someone <laughs> dying from a heart attack of being stressed out or straight up murder, <laughs> death was involved. Uh, <sighs> Nobody sue us. We're joking. We're, yeah. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> I'm sure something happened. Um, so the one thing that I do want to end this on, which I find to be very fascinating, especially in terms of the... Uh, competition between like 45's administration and um, stuff like this is that uh, this com- this could set Google back a decade in terms of like new inventions and new technology and just like growth as a whole because they're going to have to spend so much money and time and focus on this lawsuit and fighting this that this like could set them back up to a decade of technology and in technology terms, a decade may as well be a thousand fucking years. I was going to say, honestly, that would really fuck us up. It would fuck everything up. Yeah. Like who? Yeah. So that, which I'm not surprised by the era that 45 and his followers seem to want to exist in. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so, as of right now... I'm uh, old and don't know how to make technology work. Wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry, um, just... <sighs> so, the official states... This is also an interesting point. The official states listed on the... Really, guys? Jesus. The, uh, listed on the lawsuit that was filed are, uh, the United States of America, so the the U.S. general attorney, as we were talking about before, mm-hmm. Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, South Carolina, and Texas. Those are the only ones, as of now, who have decided to jump in on this lawsuit. So, like, Interesting. Take, take that for whatever you want to take that as i that is just a very interesting thing considering that yes considering you know the rest of the information Mm -hmm. is interesting (laughs) um so i there are a few um images that are like in the actual uh court document that like like the best brown shoe example that I gave earlier is like straight mm-hmm. up from the court document itself and then kind of oh, like wow. breaks those things down. Yeah. Um, so I will totally be posting those as well as um, a few other things. Uh, you know, they start referencing the the OK Google search. You know, like to be voice activated searches and stuff and. Mm-hmm things like that so there's a lot of interesting stuff in this court documents you can find it just right on google interesting <laughs> you can google that shit you can google that and then um i bet that soon google's gonna get real pissed at me for this so we'll see what happens um <laughs> and there's like a nice little 
you know, flow chart about Google's exclusionary Android agreements. And there's a lot of more in-depth stuff that is all incredibly interesting. It was just very wordy and a little bit difficult for me to put into, um, the concepts are all very abstract. So I tried to kind of narrow this down into things that I, not a crazy tech person, could actually explain. Um, I think you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Everyone should tell me how great of a job I did. <laughs> um, that being said, we should really end this with, if you want a search engine that is not taking your information, you want to use DuckDuckGo. It is a completely, I have never heard of that. Yep. It is a completely private search engine which doesn't take any information. It won't sell any of your information. It is genuinely just trying to provide good stuff. (laughs) Jesus, kittens. Uh, So yeah, DuckDuckGo, it's a very private search engine, so everyone should start using that instead. Nice. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do want to end this we haven't done this in a while and i feel like we should say it again because i think we have some new listeners uh please rate and review us and i don't know if you can do that on spotify but you can definitely do it on the apple podcast app Mm -hmm. so do it there um you can follow us on instagram at al2k podcast is it the same on twitter I think I it's believe AL2K. so. Yep. <laughs> I think it's AL2K podcast. Also, if you have anything you want to send to us, uh, email wise, it's AL2K podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, like, if you listen to podcasts somewhere else other than Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you should tell us that and then we'll put our podcast there. Yeah. Um, you can also uh, find it on our website, mm-hmm. which oh, I, I always forget about that. Yes, which <laughs> I do have in a link tree on our Instagram page. Dope. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that place. It's it's cool in the sense that like all of the links for our sources and shit, I put all of that stuff like on the website that's broken down per episode. So if you're ever yes. like, where the fuck did they get this information from? You can find it there. It's all, we there. have it right there for yeah. you. Like we really like to do our research. So yeah. And, um, we really, and sometimes there's like extra links, um, for like things, different things that, yeah, that yeah. may be related and we just didn't have time to discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. So all that stuff is there. Yeah. Um, and Join us next week when I give a deep dive on the Secret Service because with things that have been happening recently, wondering if someone's going to exit the White House when they're supposed to, we have had a lot of questions about the duties of the Secret Service and I am super excited to bring that information to you guys. Yeah, it's. (laughs) I'm so excited and I chatted with Liz earlier today so I think she's going to be there yes. for that episode so mm-hmm. she check it out be. Liz will be with us because we had a, a wonderful discussion and have lots of questions for one another that none of us could answer <laughs> through text yeah and that's why we chose uh, that topic so join us next week thanks for tuning in today thanks guys bye bye